birds, people, and the dogs that bring them together. This is episode number one. My name is Bill, and you're tied to the Woe Post. This is our first ever episode. So what are we going to do? We're going to talk about hunting dogs and dog training. We'll talk to trainers, to breeders, and to hunters. To professionals that have been in the field for decades, and to people just like you and me. And speaking of me, I should probably introduce myself. Well, I retired about six months ago from the Army after 25 years of service. I'm an adult onset hunter. I grew up fishing with my father in lakes and streams in New England, but didn't start hunting until about 14 or 15 years ago. And one day at work, I was talking to a few friends. They were talking about hunting, and I thought, you know, I might kind of like that. So I went out and bought a bow and a tree stand and found some places to hunt and was lucky and was able to harvest a decent buck my first uh, year of deer hunting and harvested deer pretty much ever since then. At some point a few years later, I had an opportunity to try duck hunting and I thought I'd give that a shot. So I met someone in Ocean City, Maryland, and we went out on his boat and set out some decoys and the sun came up and we shot a few divers we missed a few divers we made fun of each other and then the ducks stopped flying for a little bit and i remember the guide said well you want to make some breakfast and i kind of thought he was going to reach in and pull out some donuts and some lukewarm coffee but instead he broke out a camp stove started making eggs and pancakes and scrapple and brewing up coffee and I thought to myself, well, this is this is pretty nice, except I'm a little cold. And then the captain said, well, if you're cold, let's uh, break out a heater. So we broke out some propane heaters and I wasn't cold anymore. And I was eating good food and I had a cool dog next to me and I was nice and warm. And I thought to myself, this doesn't even really feel like hunting anymore. And I thought about sitting in the tree stand and how cold and quiet and boring it would be. And it's always exciting to see the woods kind of come back to life around you. But it also gets really long. And duck hunting just wasn't like that. And I said, well, duck hunting, I think, is for me. Everybody knows that the fastest path to becoming a millionaire is to start off as a billionaire and start duck hunting. That's what happened to me, except I was never a billionaire to begin with. But uh, I bought a boat. I bought tons of decoys and more shotguns than I needed to buy. And I started hunting ducks like crazy. And then one day I thought, you know, I might like to try that upland thing a little bit. So I booked some time at a preserve, bought some pheasants and chucker and quail. And we went out and walked behind a pointer and watch this cool dog doing cool things and shot some birds and missed a few really enjoyed that you know it was another cold day but we're out there moving and the dog's doing cool things that i hadn't seen before and i thought i could get into this so where are we now after that gateway drug i now have two dogs i have more shotguns than i should have i'm a serious amateur dog trainer and looking to grow. That's where this podcast comes from. And speaking of dogs, I mentioned I have two. Well, the first one is an adopted poodle pointer named Moose. He's five years old. He's a great retriever, terrible pointer. I call him a poodle flusher, actually. 
but he finds birds for me. Does a great job at that. He works close like a good flusher, and he's my buddy. My second dog is a uh, two-year-old female small monster lander out of Brushdale Kennels in Maquoketa, Iowa. She's young. She's learning. She just finished up her first full season, and she's doing great. She's exactly where she should be. We've also got a puppy coming on the way, another female small monster lander, and she's going to help us grow our kennel. And you probably heard Skeet shake in the background. I'd say that's going to be a pretty normal thing. The dogs are here in my office with me all the time. So if I'm here recording, the dogs are probably going to be in here with me. They generally don't whine too much, but you'll probably hear them move around, paw at the door a little bit, and shake. So here we are, the end of hunting season 23-24. We had a great season here. We, we got out. We got after it. Got after those upland birds the best we could. Uh, it started in Wisconsin at the Ruffed Grouse Society Grouse Camp. Had a great mentor there and learned a lot about grouse hunting. It's something that we hadn't done before. From there, we came back, actually went east to Pennsylvania, set up a grouse camp of our own, tried to find some rough grouse there. Uh, they're a little elusive in Pennsylvania. If you haven't hunted there before, I wouldn't recommend trying it. There's just not a lot of birds, uh, and they certainly weren't where we were, but not for lack of effort. We just came back with just two flushes over the course of probably three or four days. Um, but we still had a great time. The dogs had a great time and we got a lot of practice picking, uh, ticks off the dogs. Uh, from there it came back and, uh, headed out West. We went to Kansas, hunted some bobwhite quail, had a pretty good hunts there. Uh, from there up to North Dakota where we hunted pheasants and sharptail with an old friend and then came back to Indiana, found some wild pheasants and some wild bobwhite quail here. And for the first year out of the Army, kind of the first year of freedom, I'd say that wasn't a bad way to start at all. And next year, we're going to hit it even harder. Uh, we'll have probably have some puppies coming, and that may slow down our hunting season a little bit, but I think we'll get after it a little bit earlier, try and get some local hunts in, and then once the puppies go home, we'll try and get after it, get some travel in for some late-season pheasants and uh, maybe some sharp tail and some roughs somewhere. Or maybe just head south and try to find some bobwhite quail down where it's a little bit warmer later in the season. All I know is we're going to travel and we're going to have fun. Well, I hope you've enjoyed episode number one. And thanks for your patience. Give me the opportunity to work out some of the uh, kinks here. I appreciate your time. I know it's valuable. And wherever you're listening to this, we're going to try and bring you the best content possible. If you have any recommendations... You can always email me, bill at thewopost.com, or you can find me on Facebook or on Instagram at thewopost. Stay steady. God bless. <music>